0: Durham schools are closed again today with walkouts continuing amidst the ongoing salary dispute. Statement from the district says absences in the Transportation Department are forcing today's closures. It's a teacher workday and extracurricular activities, including athletics, are still ongoing, though Durham after-school programs will not operate. On campus, the DTH reports a 23-year-old individual was arrested at UNC's Chase Dining Hall Thursday night for trespassing and resisting arrest. They'd apparently been kicked out of the dining hall and told not to come back, but then they did. DTH reports a video shows police possibly tasing the individual before arresting them. Staying on campus, UNC students and campus officials are calling for upgrades to a building in need of improvement. Not an old building in this case, but a newer one, the Student Recreation Center. 97 on the Hill, Sierra Pfeiffer, has more.
1: Right now, it says the weight room is 77% occupied, which is busy. Uh, Typically, between 3 and 6 o'clock, this will be over 100%.
2: That's UNC's Director of Campus Recreation, Jason Halsey. He's looking down at the weight room in the SRC. It has gray walls and floors, and low ceilings with fluorescent lights. The SRC was built in 1991, and it's UNC's largest campus rec facility. When it's at its fullest, students will sometimes create lines, six or seven people long, to use the weight machines and other workout stations.
1: One of the things that we don't like is this feels like a basement, you know, and it feels like a dungeon almost. So you come in here, it's not, the su- you know, super inviting. We're looking to do uh, uh, lighting upgrades, airflow upgrades. When this place is really crowded, it doesn't always smell the best. And the air can get kind of sticky, and, uh, especially in the, in the warmer months.
2: Halsey isn't alone in wanting upgrades. One of the main drivers behind the cause is UNC student body president Christopher Everett. Everett said the desire for better workout spaces came to him after seeing what other colleges in the UNC system, like UNC Charlotte, had to offer.
1: I went and I saw this like five story, fully glass, like rec facility. I'm seeing people like running tracks or something, like on the top floor, people are dancing in a studio. Like it was crazy. It was the craziest thing I feel like I've ever seen in my entire life. And it just made me feel so strongly about advocating in this way, because I mean, we're Carolina, I mean, we, Arguably, I would say, are the best school in the system. At recent UNC
2: Board of Trustee meetings, the topic has been gaining traction, especially from members like Jennifer Evans and Chair John Pryor.
1: Our student workout facilities are subpar compared to a lot of our peers. And as the parent of children that have toured lots of different campuses, I bet you have seen some of our peer institutions' facilities compared to ours.
2: Everett even took some of the trustees on a tour of Fetzer Hall and the SRC after their latest meeting in January so they could have a chance to see the facilities for themselves.
1: It, it was enough to light a fire under the issue even more, taking them to that space so they can see how few treadmills, like how, how limited our space is and, and how many renovations are needed to, to at least create a competitive space compared to the system um, What was really, really great.
2: According to Halsey, UNC's campus rec facilities have about two to 3,000 visitors per day, which adds up to over half a million visits over the course of a year. So, he said, a project like this one will take a lot of planning.
1: We've been having these conversations for a really long time, and and because there are so many moving parts, everything really has to just fall in line perfectly for something like this to, to become a reality.
2: Still, he said, getting the board of trustees and the student body involved are both steps in the right direction.
1: Any future project that we may take on is going to be have to be funded in a variety of ways and from a variety of sources of funding we're going to have to reach out to the community and use some uh, development dollars we're going to have to look at and see what our students are willing to support we're going to have to get the administrative support from unc and and the board of trustees so it's going to it's going to involve a, a number of groups of people and a number of constituencies to make this a reality
2: As his team drafts up plans, Halsey said they'll have to keep in mind that the updated facilities will likely be used by students who are currently in middle and high school. One of their biggest challenges will be designing a space that can stand the test of time and still feel up to date 33 years later. For 97.9 The Hill, I'm Sierra Pfeiffer.
0: Turning to local government, Orange County commissioners met last week to discuss the green tract, a 164-acre plot of undeveloped land in northern Chapel Hill. Bought by Chapel Hill, Carborough, and Orange County in 1984, the plan is to develop a portion of the land into affordable housing plus a park and a school. Here's County Commissioner James Etta Bedford on what they did last week and what's coming next.
3: The good news is that we approved a contract to hire the design team. You know, three owners remember, Carborough. Uh, Chapel Hill and the county for this green tract, and we hired Thomas and Hutton Engineering. They have a lot of experience with Chapel Hill, with Carrboro, with the county, and Durham. They've built schools since one of the sites is a potential school site, and they've done greenways. They've done pretty much everything: landscape architecture, engineers, you know, doing design work, figuring out where should roads go, how how should connectivity be designed in this parcel. And then you have a public engagement because everybody's interested and everybody is going to have opinions of what should or shouldn't go there. And I think it's important for us to say that we're not relitigating the past. We've already have some basic ideas of this is where we're going to put housing and mixed use and this is where there's a school and a park site. And then the county already has the additional 60 acres that is a, a nature preserve. So they have already... Been meeting with like the representatives from the Affordable Housing Coalition, from the neighborhoods, and and staff have have already been meeting with Gensler. That's the outreach group to get started. So I think soon we will have some public gatherings for presentations, and there'll be iterations of feedback options, public feedback, more iterations designed hopefully to develop then a, a sort of a master
0: plan. That's County Commissioner James at a bed for there. That meeting was last week. Tonight, the Hillsborough Town Board meets at 7. I'll get an update from the police department on crime trends from last year. Also tonight, the Pittsboro Town Board meets at 6 with an agenda that includes a public hearing on Belmont Station and a plan to launch a pilot study at the town's water plant. And the Chatham County School Board also meets at 6. Their agenda includes discussions of school safety and promoting and retaining staff. Get links to all three Meetings on our website chapelboro.com, and visit Chapelboro for more local news as well, including a full recap of last week's Carborough Town Council vote to extend the water and sewer boundaries south along 15501, plus details about road work on Jones Ferry Road that's set to begin this Thursday. It is 6-18. Time now for sports brought to this hour by CIMG Residential Mortgage. UNC men's basketball got back on the winning track Saturday narrowly beating Miami on the road 75-72. UNC jumped out to a double-digit lead early but Miami fought back to take a one-point halftime lead. Carolina took a 12-point lead again in the second but then failed to make a shot in the last four minutes as Miami nearly came all the way back again but the Hurricanes missed two would-be game-tying shots in the final minute and the Tar Heels. Held on. RJ Davis led the way in scoring with 25 points. Elliott Cadeau also had a big night, season high 19 points plus eight assists and four steals. Here's head coach Hubert Davis after the game on Cadeau.
1: You know, he's elite in terms of being able to get get to the basket. He just is. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of defense, his ability to be able to get to the paint, be able to score, distribute is just at a high level. And so, you know, one of the things that Miami does consistently defensively. You know, their hard hedge just causes us a lot of problems. You know, and it's just, it's hard to get into the paint. I just felt like um, Elliot was really persistent at attacking and trying to get there. So much so, not just for him, for everybody else. You know, we got into the penalty in the second half with 12 minutes to go, and I, I really thought that was a. Even though we didn't shoot free throws as well as we normally do, I felt like that was a huge impact
0: for us. And Super Davis there. Carolina's back in action tomorrow night on the road at Syracuse at 7 p.m. Good weekend all around for Carolina men's athletics. 18th ranked UNC men's lacrosse opened their season with a 13-5 win over Mercer. Logan McGovern with three goals and four assists there. Tar Heel Wrestling upset 19th ranked Pitt 22-12 to on Friday. That's their first ACC win. Carolina men's tennis beat Georgia 6-1 to on Sunday and the top ranked UNC men's golf team took first at a 20-team tournament in Hawaii, setting a new school record for lowest score under par. Four Tar Heels got named to the 40-player watch list for the Ben Hogan Award, which goes to the National Player of the Year. Congrats to David Ford, Maxwell Ford, Austin Greaser, and Dylan Minetti. Not as good a weekend, though, for Tar Heel women's sports. The basketball team gave up a 14-point second-half lead and lost at Duke 68-60 in overtime. That's their fourth straight loss. They're back in action Thursday, hosting Pitt. Top-rank UNC Women's Tennis came up short in their bid to win a fifth straight ITA national indoor title. They got past Southern Cal in round one, but then lost 4-3 to, to NC State in the quarterfinals and 4-0 to Virginia in a consolation match. Third-ranked UNC Women's Lacrosse opened their season with a 19-18 loss in overtime to 6th-ranked James Madison. They're back in action tomorrow, hosting Liberty. And the Tar Heel Gymnastics team lost narrowly to NC State on Sunday. One UNC Women's team did have a great weekend, though. Tar Women softball opened its season with four straight wins, two each against NCA&T and in and Winthrop. Opening day on Friday featured a five-inning perfect game from Britton Rogers against nca the ninth perfect game in UNC softball history and the first since 2011. UNC baseball season opens this weekend. Junior outfielder Vance Honeycutt has been named to the watch list for USA Baseball's Golden Spikes Award, which goes to the top amateur player in the nation. Elsewhere in sports, UNC track star Ethan Strand ran a mile in under 3 minutes and 55 seconds, breaking a school record that dated back to 1974. Tar Heel men's and women's fencing each got a trio of dual wins over the weekend, capped by the women upsetting 8th-ranked Northwestern. And in hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Devils 1-0 on Saturday. They're back in action tomorrow night on the road at Dallas.